Hello, Guitar Smarts listeners. This is an important announcement. Please don't skip ahead. We start this podcast with a special message. Way back in 2021, Guitar Smarts had the pleasure of interviewing the utterly fantastic Matt Long. Matt is a multiple award-winning British blues guitarist and lead singer of the British blues band Catfish and hard rock outfit The Revenant Ones. He joined us for episode number 20 and was a truly gracious guest who spoke about his career, his childhood, guitars and meetings his hero, Joe Bonamassa. Well, Matt needs your help. Through 2023, Matt has been undergoing treatment for bowel cancer, and his recent prognosis has meant that to extend his life and retain a chance of survival, he needs to seek private treatment outside of the NHS. Matt's family have set up a GoFundMe page that is linked in the Guitar Smarts link tree in the description of this podcast. And we at the Guitar Smarts podcast would like to invite each and every listener to consider donating towards this fund that could well save the life of one of the brightest guitar talents of our generation. Now is the time, folks. Head on over to the link in the description to find the GoFundMe page. Donate what you can. Your donation could save a life. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. Matthew, with great That's power comes one. great responsibility. Yeah, you, no. owe it, you owe it to yourself. <laughs> You're not telling me to chop my arm off, are you? <laughs> I think I might have. <laughs> I think I might have just suggested that. Greetings. Welcome back to the Guitar Smarts Podcast, the podcast for gigging and hobbyist guitarists all over the world. Hope you are keeping safe and well. This week, Karen and myself are talking about what to do when you're in a rut, when you feel like your guitar playing is going nowhere, and practicing is hard, motivation is low. How do you break through all those barriers and come out of the other end unscathed? Obviously, we have our own answers for this, but what do you do in this situation? Come and share it with us on our social media pages and come and talk to us about it on the Guitar Geek Hangout on Facebook. Housekeeping, remember to like and subscribe to this podcast on your preferred podcast app. Why? Because you will get alerts when a new podcast is released, and that means you won't miss another show. And if you liked and subscribed because you like the show, listen to us regularly, and use the links in the description of this show to leave us a rating or a review. This is the best way to support us, and it helps us to grow. There are links in that description to our social media pages too, links to our Buy Me A Coffee page. If you do feel generous, come and see us on the social pages we'll be happy to see you there especially on the guitar geek hangout page where you can interact with karen and myself that's enough from me let's get to it how you doing anyway buddy you having a good week I'm having a good week, mate. I'm having a really good week. It's flown by this week. I don't know. I don't know about you, yeah, but uh, completely. Um, I don't know where it's 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 Friday again already. But the sun the sun is shining in the UK. What a wonderful time to be alive in the summer. Stunning, mate. All the lawn at lunchtime. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what? We've started a lot of the recent podcasts with conversations about you and your lawn. It's. <laughs> I think it's going to have to be it's going to have to be a segment a regular segment Maybe. on the Guitar Smarts podcast <laughs> and now oh, for a slight uh, lawn interlude Maybe you, you're going to need to put some pictures of your lawn up onto oh, our I social media to, yeah. just yeah. so because Guitar Smarts listeners now have heard so much about your lawn that they just just, just want to see it it's beautiful it's beautiful it is, it is yeah you know it's, it needs a little bit of TLC does it I bet it does this last I couple of weeks I've, I've been so busy with stuff mm. I haven't really had the chance to 
give it as much care and attention as I usually do. But you know, oh. it's that that'll be corrected this weekend. Lovely. So uh, yeah, yeah, could but, do with uh, a bit of rain. Could do with a little bit of rain. Could just at night time while we're all sleeping, a little yeah. bit of rain just yeah. to save my water save bill. Getting the sprinkler out, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, welcome, welcome, listeners, to another welcome edition to of Lawn Smarts. <laughs> Lawn Smarts. <laughs> right, let's stop talking about Lawn. Uh, yeah, yeah. Week has week has been good, mate. Um, oh, I've, oh, I've got some. I've got. Uh, I've got a gig tomorrow, uh, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Excellent. Had a gig. Had a nice surprise gig last weekend. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, no, sorry, it wasn't a surprise gig last weekend. That was the week before. No, I had a scheduled gig uh, last weekend for okay. a, a 50th birthday party. It was good fun. Very nice. Very good fun. Uh, tomorrow is at our a pub 15 minutes down the road. It's just a pleasure. It feels like cheating going to, <laughs> going to a gig so close <laughs> to home. When they're so close. <laughs> well, last last week was Swindon, so that was an hour and a half drive, yeah. um, which was fine. I, 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 I put my music on and, and, and yeah, it was it was good fun but yeah tomorrow's 15 minutes but ah i've I've left it a little bit late to learn some of the songs that we were going to drop in for tomorrow night's set so yeah i've got i know i haven't even followed our own advice mate Um, so (laughs) yeah i've got a busy evening ahead of me trying to learn those yeah i've got the same problem i've got a gig sunday night um down in exeter um and yeah i've got quite a lot of songs to learn for that one but um a lot of them aren't really guitar tuned so a lot of it is actually mm. me figuring out how to put guitar into stuff that didn't have guitar okay. like there's some like you know like uh pop stuff in there that mm. i guess you'd say could be like electronic music or something like that you know a bit more kind of radio one type stuff and it's not really okay. i'm kind of listening to a lot of it thinking i'm just going to kind of you know, jam along. Little, little comping chords here and there. Guitar parts yeah. in there. Exactly. There's a keys player on the gig, a horn player. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should be good fun. So I'm not really worried about it. A lot of it, I'm just going to be kind of noodling. But cool. Um, and then the the stuff that's more guitar heavy, I already know. So I'm okay. Okay, with that's good. In, the, in the keys that you know it in already. Or? Yeah. Well, actually, the singer hasn't fully confirmed yet. Um, okay. But you know, I don't mind. I don't mind. You're a pro, you're a pro. You just yeah. Can't I can, Transforms quickly enough. You're such a show off. (laughs) (laughs) You're just so good. So good. So good. Uh, oh, but Exeter—that's a bit of a—that's a bit of a drive. That's it is a bit of a drive. That's two, three hours from me. It's about oh. two and a half hours from me. Mm. Yeah, mm. so not too bad. That's about the limit where I, you know I'm kind of like oh, maybe I'll get a hotel part way back. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was going to ask, are you yeah. going to stop over? Because that for me that would definitely be on the limit of yeah, yeah. An hour and a half drive last weekend back from that gig was actually quite nice. It mm. wasn't bad at all. Um, um, and we actually went on earlier and finished earlier. So I was mm. in the car and packed up by 11.30, um, which is normally the time we'd be finishing yeah. the second set and still have packed down and stuff to go. So it was fine. But two two to three hours, mate, um, that's quite a long drive to, to take on, um, you know, at that Certainly time of night. Be, be safe. Be, 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 be sensible. That's the thing. That's the thing. Just be, you know, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a well-paid gig. You know, I can afford to take yeah. somebody out of the, out of the pay to, to go towards a hotel room. Yeah. And I'm sure my yeah. family will be much more relieved to know that I'm doing things safely rather than, you Absolutely. know, kind of sleeping my way home. Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely, mate. So, so yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably do that. Probably get something booked today. I think I can get a travel lodge for about 50 quid somewhere nearby yeah, there you or, go. along the way. There you go. Or it's an Airbnb crazy. or a little bed and breakfast or... Yeah, exactly. At, w- at worst... 
put an overnight bag and a sleeping bag in the boot of your car. So if you think, yeah. right, I'm too tired, just yeah. pull over into a lay-by sleeping bag on. Yeah, get a, watch get a few for, hours. Watch, that's it. <laughs> watch out for doggers and uh, <laughs> yeah, just, you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyone, anyone, listen, anyone listening, not UK-based, who thinks that I've just referred to people taking their dog out for a walk in the middle of the night, that, yeah. that, that, that's not what that is. No, no, it's something else. I, I would say Google it, but, but probably not. Don't do... <laughs> Google well, it at home. Or, not safe for work, Google it. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we talk about some guitars and, and other related yeah. stuff? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Oh dear! So, um, Karen, I'm in a bit. I'm in a, a bit of a rut at the moment. I don't know if you've ever been in this situation, right? Where, whenever you pick the guitar up, um, I just struggle to feel motivated to kind of, um, you know, play something or learn something. Have you ever been in that where you just can't seem to? Ugh, I, I, I'm not really motivated yeah. at the moment to kind of play and. And I kind of want to figure out some good ways to, you know, to kind of break that rut, you know, and kind mm. of come out of it. Mm. Um, mm. Have you ever been in that situation? I've been, I've definitely been in situations where I'm not in the mood for playing and I go and do something else. Mm. Watch a film, go and read a book, whatever, go for a swim, whatever. Mm. And then I find it's been like a week or so since I picked up a guitar. You know, there's definitely times where I'm just kind of go just haven't the mood hasn't struck me to, to play um so yeah that that definitely happens sometimes mm. but i think i think what you're describing is 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 more potentially more serious than just not being in the mood for playing you're you're talking yeah. you're talking about a rut which tell me tell me more about that because that sounds a little bit more like you are in the mood for playing because you're picking up a guitar hmm. but you're having to force yourself or it's just not something else is not right or you kind of just yeah. you put down you, you pick up a guitar you try to play it you put it down and you go that did nothing for me and I didn't enjoy that and then you go and do something else so that's diff- that's different to, to just having you're other right. stuff to do it's not I just think. a kind of I can't you know I'm not feeling motivated I guess it's it's um I feel like what it is is I'm I'm it's when I'm when I'm most aware of the gap between what I can play and what I want to play okay. and I don't know how to make you know like we've talked about practice before and mm. we've done some various podcasts haven't we on practice and things we can do to to improve your practice um I'm not very good at taking my own advice because <laughs> partly because I I don't really plan playing guitar or anything like that mm. I tend to mm. just go if I don't have songs to learn or anything else to get done in in my own time then um that's the only time really I've got to practice and it gets to that time of the evening and I think oh what shall I play out I don't know and then I start thinking about things that I can or I can't do um Sorry, plane taking off from Farnborough Airport. Though. <laughs> I think of, think of things I can or I can't do, and um, and I and I kind of go, well, I haven't really now got the time to do that, and 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 I feel like I'm losing. I, I, then I end up just kind of jamming over something, and I kind okay. of start feeling like I've just wasted 
an evening that I had the chance to improve what it was I was doing. And then I start feeling like I'm stuck. Then I'm start mm-hmm. feeling mm-hmm. like, Hmm, how can I, how can I change this? And, I, and, I, and so this, this is where I am now. I'm kind of, I've, I've spent weeks listening and feeling, you know, um, motivated by music that I'm hearing and thinking I'm going to practice this. I'm going to transcribe that. I'm going to learn a few things from this. And then I sit down and, and I don't know what to do. And I'm like, should I do this, that or the other? Um, you know, what should I? And then you end up practicing or playing the same thing you, you're already, you can already play. And, um, and I kind of always feel a little bit like I'm wasting time. And I know this is part of a cycle, right? It's part of a bigger cycle of things that, you know, I'll, I, I kind of go through on almost like a yearly or other yearly basis of kind of feeling a little bit too self deprecating to kind of. <laughs> get anywhere out of it and then at some point I'll have to learn something or do something and I'll do it and I'll sit down and I'll work out a way and find the time and get myself out of it and then all of a sudden it's like just you know digging yourself out of a hole but I it occurred to me that maybe some of our listeners have maybe felt the same way and um I want you know maybe some of our listeners have been in, stuck in ruts before maybe you're stuck in a rut now maybe you don't know how to improve your guitar playing maybe you've got this idea in your mind of what the next thing it is you want to learn or improve about your playing and you just you just stuck where you are not being able to figure out how best to get there and I thought it, that's that would be a good thing for us to talk about this week is some tips and tricks to kind of help people to come up with some mechanisms that they can use to to kind of you know make themselves feel better about where they are you know that's that's what I'm thinking anyway wow man that's deep that's deep <laughs> there's so many layers to that okay there are, where, where there, we, you're right, there are layers to that. Begin? And I also where think that it's very, it's a very human thing, right? It doesn't just apply yeah. to guitar playing. I think that can be anything at all, you know? It's, I think we go through plateaus. Life isn't mm. constant mm. march to, you know, being better. It's not like a smooth yeah. upward thing. I mean, if you zoom out of the graph enough, you might see a smooth line. Yeah. But I'm talking about, you know, the zoomed in detailed pictures of right now. And it's more <laughs> yeah. like the FTSE 100 or whatever it is, you know, going boom, yeah. boom. that's how it feels sometimes when you zoom in on those microscopic parts of your progress. You can really I, feel. I think that that's a movement. nice analogy because <laughs> history has taught us that the FTSE 100 <laughs> or the S&P 500 or whatever yeah. stock index you happen to to watch always goes up over time it's a Mm. long-term investment piece if you try to look at it in isolation and try and Mm. zoom in too closely and try and chase it and predict Mm -hmm. it unless you're like a super guru of trading and you'll Mm. you'll invariably just kind of make mistakes and and kind of miss the bigger picture Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and that's that's probably the thing to remind you of i mean you are very self-deprecating as a as a human being and an individual it's why it's so so nice to know you (laughs) because Honestly, if I if I could play like you, if I could play half the stuff that you could play, I'd never get bored playing and I'd never find myself in a rut. I would just literally revert back to my 16-year-old self who 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 never got in a rut when playing because every day was a was a learning experience and I thought I was the greatest guitarist in the world, right? You know, I don't think you get into a rut when you're 15 or 16 because you're just constantly mm. learning and 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 you've got got an eye at least if you're anything like me you have an ego it's only as i've got older 
mm. like the more you learn the more you realize you don't learn and i and i and i guess that's the same yeah. even if for somebody of your standard right you've studied music at a, at a, a higher educational level you've put it into practice you have the theory as well as the chops and and yet still you're on your own journey of frustration sometimes and feeling like you're in a rut and then you're not improving. Sorry to interrupt this conversation. However, if you've made it this far, you should definitely subscribe to the show on your favourite podcast app. Go and do that now, then come right back. I'll wait here. Hey, welcome back. That, that's that's the thing. Um, we're going to have Matt Late back on the show uh, mm. very soon. We've had him on the show before. He was um, with us for Day in the Life of a Guitar Teacher episode. And he, yeah. he said, and um, we'll pick this up again with him when he comes uh, back on next. But he said something to me a, a couple of years ago, which is I still remember, and it's really profound, because I was discussing this exact same thing with him, feeling like, you know, it, it was during lockdown. I was t- kind of trying to do the whole music theory thing. I'm still trying to do it and get better at that and feeling in a rut. And, you know, he said to me, yeah, I totally get that. And I was like, you, what, you get that? You know, somebody that of his caliber that plays like that, that's a music teacher, that's educating others and teaching people every day. And that you get in a rut. It's like, yeah, totally. He said, the, but the way I, in his words, and, 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 I, and I hope I'm, I'm not misrepresenting what he said to me, we'll, we'll ask him was he, he said words to the effect of like that he used to f- feel like that a lot and then he kind of reconciled in his head that everybody's on their own individual journey with guitar <sighs> playing <sighs> and 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 you should you've got to try he said to me you got to try and stop thinking about what you haven't got and what you have got and mm. you know um not comparing yourself to others that can do stuff that you can't, even though that's human nature, or even if it's not about comparing yourself to others, but just knowing where you want to get to is like, it's a journey. Just like some days you'll move mm. faster on that journey and some you won't. And exactly like your your stock market analogy, right? If you zoom in on it, you don't see anything. But if you take a step back and look at it over a bigger period of time, the line is going beautifully in, in mm. one, direc- one direction. So... That's a few of the things that kind of spring to mind. But I wanted to ask you a question off the back of it as well while I was listening to you, because I've seen you like super buzzed and super energized about practicing and playing in the last couple of years as well. So so what what has been the circumstances or how have you got yourself into that frame of mind when you have been not in a rut? Because mm. If you're saying you're in a rut now, I've definitely seen you in periods of time where you've was it was it just that that deep dive into the world of Toto that just kind of massively inspired you and just got you like playing oh. in a way that you do you remember? Yes, you remember? absolutely. It's, it's always definitely for me the thing that motivates me the most and excites me the most is when I'm moved by something that I'm listening mm. to. You know, so much to the point where I'm, I've got to just try and play that. Mm. It sounds so mm. cool. To be able to yeah. do it would be so awesome. Um, and I think when you when you then sit down and do that, it's that kind of full circle of, you know, 
get inspired to do something you sit down to do it yeah. you do it and it's kind of like that you know it's like a everything feels it feels great to be moved and inspired but then to actually mm. go away and plan to do something and achieve it afterwards it's this wonderful full circle feeling of mm. you know I can't really it's, it's hard to describe actually, but you know what I mean right you, you, I've you, seen it with you yeah I've yeah. seen I've, like you went through a period like last six months ago or something where like you were recording bits of video you were getting into like some serious like stuff man I mean I've heard you play in the past but some of the Toto stuff some of the Stevie Dan stuff yeah. just like some of the stuff you were recording I was like whoa uh, that Kid Charlemagne thing that you did and I was just like you, you were just like on a roll of like uh you know, yeah. whatever the opposite to being in a rut is, whatever the opposite of that is, yeah. that was, I'm just trying to understand how you got yourself into that place and, and, mm. and how that mm. perpetuated. Cause that, that to me was inspiring to me. And it kind of made me start sitting down yeah. and setting myself little goals. And we chatted, mm. we chatted about it at the podcast at the time, like setting yeah. these little incremental goals and what we would achieve. And yeah. I think we both got into a nice little rhythm of, yeah. of that. Uh, for a while, but as you say, it, yeah. it kind of it's like anything. If you don't sustain it, then then it. Well, I think that's sick. partly it. I, I don't. Th- I think it's. I don't think there's anything in particular that's um, stopped me from being in that mode of inspiration and trying to practice. I think it's inaction mm-hmm. and you know um, a lack of momentum and main, maintaining some kind of discipline over right. what what it is you want to practice and improve on that will inevitably lead you to this. I mean, I'd say over the last few months, um, I've had absolutely no discipline at all in what <laughs> I've been practicing. That's and, and you know what? Thinking about it now, it's probably at this point in every year where I feel like this because summer's the busiest time for me when it comes to learning songs mm-hmm. for gigs. Again, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I don't play in a band, so I'm not regularly yeah. gigging. So when I take on debt gigs through the summer, and for me, it's only maybe one or two a month. But yeah. but my lifestyle's busy enough that that's enough for me. And mm. or generally mm. speaking, as each summer comes around, I find myself sitting down and learning those songs again. And that's not progression in my playing. Yes. Yes. I feel like I'm just turning the wheel around. Yes. Thing. It's just, it's just, you know, treading water. And I feel I th- maybe that's why I'm at this point is, is, is a, a lack of effort put into, um, you know, defining where I want to progress and working on it because I'm not giving myself the time to do it all the time that I've got to play guitar is, is learning stuff. I don't really want to learn, but I have to. See, this is exactly why I didn't go down the career path of being a musician because I never wanted to turn guitar playing into a chore, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I love music and playing guitar too much to ever want to have to feel like it's a chore and it's, sure. it's work, you know. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. enjoy it and feel moved by the music all the time. And, yeah. and, I, and I, you know, if, if I've got to learn songs for, a, a, you know, a wedding and most of the songs I've got to learn are stuff that I just wouldn't choose to listen to, then it's work. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. hard work. Mm-hmm. i got so much respect for people that are full-time musicians out there on on stages, you know, taking the gigs that they can take and working for music, uh, for artists and people going out on tours because for me, that would ruin 
That would ruin playing guitar. It would ruin it. It would make yeah. me want to put it down and not pick it back up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I'm, I'm kind of on a, I'm going off on a tangent there, really. But your question about, you know, how did I get into that state of mind before? Um, I think part of it is to do with, um, you know, not having the lingering thought of a set list of songs to learn, Mm. you know, at the back of my mind, because as long as I know I've got songs to learn, when I sit down and play guitar, I'll be thinking about that more than... Exactly. Say, you know, oh, I haven't quite mastered the tapping part to Steve Lucas' solo in Pamela yet. Yeah. From, you know, that's something I still really want to get down. I love that guitar solo. And it's, I'm not, we joked about Toto and Pamela and stuff and, and, and you know, Luther and, and what, and what <laughs> all the time. But I, you know, their music is still actually relatively new to me. Yeah. You know, for me, from my perspective. Yeah. It's a like, huge back catalogue, isn't it? I mean, huge back catalogue. I've always known yeah. Rosanna, yeah. Hold the Line, Africa, yeah. maybe a couple of others. But it's literally, yeah. you know, I still feel like I'm kind of trying to, uh, you know, um, incorporate all this new vocabulary mm. into my playing mm. from mm. stuff that I'm listening to through them and through other work those musicians have done from that era. And I'm fascinated by that whole period of time. Um, um, but I just, yeah, I, I feel like I'm, I feel like the wall in front of me is just a little bit too high today. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's yeah. kind of, kind of it. But when you've been in this position before, Kieran. Yeah. 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 What, I, I, do you have a technique that you do? You, what do you do? Do you ride it out? Do you just something come along eventually that makes you kind of see it differently? What, what have you done in the past? So I, I can, I can completely relate to what, what you're saying for sure. And exactly the reason behind the way you're feeling is exactly the same for me. So I think Mm. it's totally relatable. Like if we, if we look at both you and I, the way in which we started investing the time to progress our playing or understanding of music theory or trying stuff that we had always been wanting to try during lockdown when we weren't gigging like that that was all we had to do right Mm. you know we set this podcast up during during lockdown because we weren't out gigging and playing and you know we needed that kind of creative outlook um and to do stuff with guitars in a different way right and that invariably led to us having some really great conversations that we thought other people might want to listen to our our (laughs) silliness uh and so thank you to all of you that, that that do now you know a year and a bit later um but also we were like, okay, we, we supported each other in the fact that we wanted to keep getting better. So we came up with little strategies and, and ways and started to deconstruct what good practice is versus just picking up the guitar and noodling. Mm. You know, none of it was particularly revolutionary, but it was the fact that we were verbalizing it, talking about it and encouraging each other yeah. and setting, you know, what are you going to do this week? You know, Kieran, what are you going to do this week, Matt? And then we would send each other little videos and, you know, help, help each other with our progress. That, mm. That all kind of get, you know gets us into that rhythm of it not being in a rut. As soon as I start gigging again, mm. a few things happen. One, I love playing live, and that that kind of satisfies on a weekly basis 
that that kind of internal drive to want to pick up a guitar and play it. And now, you know, being back out gigging, you get to do it with a band, which is awesome fun. Uh, yeah, and get to do it in front of an audience. And that's great. But by the time I've kind of driven home on a Friday or Saturday night after a gig and unloaded the car, that feeling kind of keeps me going for the mm. rest of the week until the next gig, right? Mm. I might pick up a guitar in, in, in the week. But it will probably be to set one up and, and have a quick play through it for either my guitars or somebody else's guitar just to make sure it's playing in the right way. It will most probably be driven by the fact that I've got to learn another song. And so sometimes it's songs that I don't really want to have to learn, but do it anyway, because that's what's going in the next gig. And so you kind of do it, but it's not in, it's not the same thing as like when I sat down and invested the time to learn, you know, the Bon Jovi solo that I had, had kind of, I'd been fearful of all my life at learning, but then set about trying to learn it. You know, mm. that, it's a different, different kind of mindset um, and drive behind it. So the one thing that I have started doing for the last couple of gigs, because I've recognised that I'm, but basically what I'm saying is I'm rubbish at practicing when I'm gigging because during the week yeah. I'm kind of I don't I don't I don't do it because I've, I'm just thinking about the next gig and, and if I have to learn a song so exactly what you said but but now I've started to get to a comfortable place with some of the songs in the set list now I'm starting to think about and force myself during the week to go you know that bit of that song that you're still kind of blagging your way through or it didn't sound quite right at the last gig or there is a keys part as well in that song and yeah you've got the basic guitar stuff down but Mm. how can we push it a little bit further and how can I try and get the keys part in as well or the second guitar part there's only one guitar in this band I'm carrying the song on one guitar but is there a way that I can bring in that second guitar part or or motifs from it and so that's what I'm kind of challenging Mm. myself to do now so maybe for the gig that you've got coming up in Exeter right maybe for there's some of those songs well it sounds like you've got a couple of great opportunities right figure out how what you're going to play in those pop songs that have got no guitar and try and make it fun for yourself and even if you only pick one song where you go I'm going to really figure out a way to put some something cool on on this that Mm. you know you know do you remember we spoke about it a while ago like what if what if you were called up on a studio session by somebody to come and lay down some guitar on this track what would you play and <laughs> yeah. you know just like you may have that little hypothetical challenge in your mind it's like matt the session guitarist gets a call to go right we're remixing uh to know whatever it is yeah. this, this whitney houston song and it doesn't yeah. have any guitar on it but we need some guitar on it it's just like what would you do what yeah. would i play what would i play yeah. so even if you only do that on one song that I guess that's a way to try and make it a bit more fun. And even those songs that you know inside out, mm. um, that you've gigged a thousand times, just like, okay, what can I do on this song to make it more interesting for me? Not necessarily mm. correct something that, you know, you're just happy with, but just yeah. make it more interesting and more fun, I, I guess would be what I'm trying to do now to stop myself getting in a rut. Mm. That's, that's it's, cool. It's difficult. It's difficult, though. It is difficult. It is tough. And I think... You know, there's a part of me also that kind of, you see, this This is going to be about as deep as I go, by the way. This is going to be about as deep as I go. Because uh, I just, I want to be, I just want to be honest um, about, yeah. you know, how I feel about this situation. Sure. Because uh, the, the part of me, part of this kind of, you know, feeling troubled by by being in a rut and, and it's because um, I, I have this, I, I, I do worry about like hitting a ceiling. Uh, of, mm. of kind of like I do worry sometimes about mm. 
you know, is this as is this as good as I I can be? Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I can't, there are times yeah. where I kind of say to myself, yeah. I kind of think to myself, even physically, you know, I'm forty this year. That's not old by by any amount. I know, but I know that there's going to be a, there's going to come a time where where it gets harder to to mm. change things physically. You know, mm. to improve my you know um, you know my left hand speed or strength mm. in my fingers and things like that. I know I'm going to get to a point where it gets more and more difficult to make the improvements compared to how I was when I was first learning. I mm. think about these things all the time, Kieran. I really mm. do. This mm. is in my mind all the time when I'm playing guitar. I keep thinking, um, I want to get better at playing guitar. If anything, to prove to myself that I still can. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't yes. want, I worry about getting to a point, um, you know, in my life where, where I can't get better at something anymore. Mm. Because, what, mm. what, you know, what's the point in doing In my mind, I sometimes think, yes, it's, it, like, like Matt Lake said, it, it is a journey. It is your own journey. But sometimes yeah. I kind of think that, you know, it, the point of it is the endeavour of getting better and being able to improve and not just being able to be. Do you know what I mean? Part of, of <laughs> so that's honestly that is as deep as I'll get. I promise you. But that that there's there's a big part of that that's in my mind at the moment. Of um, you know, I, I I've got to prove to myself that I can get better, but I don't know where I you know I'm struggling to do it at the moment. Just and I'll feel better if I can if I can choose to do something over the next few weeks, whether it's transpose a solo or just learn a song or some figure out some complex chords without looking at a tab sheet or something and. Try try and train my ear or my hands or whatever. I can just do something and hit a target. I'll feel fine because I know I've proved to myself I'm not at that point yet where I can't, you know, I can no longer get better. So can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you think or did you envisage ever that by the time you reached 40, you would be a better guitar player than you are now? (sighs) Yes. Did yeah, you? yeah. I thought I'd be way better than I am now. Huh. Mm. That's interesting. And yeah. when you and when I, when when you kind of have that image in your head of what what better is, yeah. like, what what is it? Is it techniques? Is it repertoire of songs? Is yeah, it like- it's, it's definitely technique. Definitely technique. I definitely feel like um, there are certain aspects to how I play that should be much better than they are now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, I think um, understanding and you know harmonic understanding. I think just general. You know, I feel like I should you know be able to hear and recognise things better than, mm. than I can. Mm. I think just every area of being a musician, I wish I was a bit better. But maybe wow. that's a good thing. Maybe wow. it's good to constantly always want to reach that a little bit further mm. I guess just sometimes it feels out of reach oh mate you know what I, I, mean? think I don't think there's anything wrong with that I think again this is a, the wonderful part of your self-deprecating humble nature <laughs> I, I'm a couple of years older than you. I don't think I'll ever be. Uh, this isn't me just blowing smoke up your ass, right? I <laughs> genuinely don't think in my lifetime I will ever get to where you are as a guitar player at the age of 39. Well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. No, no, genuinely. Yeah. Genuinely speaking, uh, how do I feel about that? Yeah, a bit, a bit. I, I feel, I feel all right about it. I feel okay. Mm. And I, would I like to be the player you are? God, yeah. Of course I would. But I recognise that what that's going to take is time and effort. I don't think, I personally don't think it's anything to do with the limitations that uh, age brings about. I just watched, Mm. 
uh, fans of the show will know I'm a huge fan of Slash. I just went and watched the Guns N' Roses latest tour, right? They're all yeah. in their six, they're all in their sixties now, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, whatever you think of Guns N' Roses, whether you're a fan or not, right? Uh, 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 Axel's clearly suffering his, his voice. I mean, oh, really? man, singing in those tones at that volume, he's still belting it and he's still trying his hardest. Mm. He, you can see the effort that he is putting in. Mm. Slash, my God, the man. Did, did not drop a note and, really? and and he plays a lot of notes and it's and it's the best guitar playing I've seen of him at any stage of his career wow at any stage and the stuff he's writing is more creative and like he went through ruts in his playing where I mm. from my perspective don't know how he felt at the time I sadly don't know him but <laughs> Uh, but I would listen to, so, so, you know, albums of his from different periods of his solo career or, yeah. or whatever and go, feels like I've heard it all before. It's like there's, that was completely predictable and it's what I would have expected him to play over that or that's a regurgitated riff of yeah. another one I've heard him do. And then something happened in his playing in the last few years where it feels like he's springboarded into a completely different dimension. Mm. Like he's playing stuff that I'm just like, damn, he's he's gone up like another level or 10 in technique. He's doing that live as well. He's pushing yeah. 60 now as well. And, yeah. and it kind of, anyway, why am I, why am I waxing lyrical about it? Because it reminded me of, of just one example of, of that principle about, you know, you can continue to learn stuff if you do it hard enough, push yourself yeah. long enough to do it, stretch yourself. Yeah, certain things get older with age in the guitar playing kind of sense. My memory isn't what it used to be, man. I used to be like a walking jukebox. I'd learn a song once and then it would be there and I could mm. re replay it at the drop of a hat. Now, yeah. I'm lucky if I can keep songs in my head from Yeah, from I feel the same. Gig gig, you know? it's, just, yeah. it's just kind of like, oh, how did that one go again? And then no, it's fine. It comes back. I haven't got Alzheimer's or anything. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not kind of like that. No, but, but you just feel like your mind's rejecting certain things. It? Is, like, do you know what I mean? Is. It's like, hang on yeah. a second. I've got to, I've got to put the bins out. I've got, to, <laughs> I've got to do all this stuff. I've got to remember to do this, 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 and this, this week. I've got yeah. all my work stuff. I'm sorry. I'm just rejecting Brightside. You're going to yeah. have to sit down and learn Mr. Yeah. Brightside again next week. It can't yeah. go in today. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone yeah. again. It's gone again. Exactly. Uh, I don't know, mate. I, well, what, where, where, where do I, where do I kind of, net out on this how do i reconcile this I, I i hoped i would be a better player than i am now at this age uh and i felt i would be a better player because the the improvements that i was making when i was 16 to 18 18 to 20 20 to 23 the increments of improvement were were big there were big jumps every couple of years it then started to plateau out mm. in my kind of mid twenties. Thirties was pretty stagnant. Mm. Uh, picked up again in recent years, but it's slower. And, and, the, and honestly, I think part of that is laziness on my part, feeling feeling complacent and, and content with where I'm at, where I can mm -hmm. go out and play with bands and play the music I want to play and get away with it. And no one's saying to me, "Oh, wow, you really need to work on your sweet picking," or you know, you're just, you're just not, not good enough or whatever. Yeah. Like no, one, no one says that to you. People go, yeah, you, you can play guitar. You know, you're great. Well done. That's amazing. How have you, mm. how have you learned how to be a great guitarist in your head? 
you're just thinking, I'm blagging all of this. I'm just <laughs> blagging. <laughs> I, I, I had a conversation with, uh, do you remember I told you I played with that Rocky Oki band? Yeah, um, of course. With the uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, that work thing. And while I was having a chat, while we were setting up on stage and chatting to the the guitarist there, lovely guy, Dan, um, and uh, we were just chatting about all of this kind of stuff. And it was clear they were pro musicians and like yeah. disciplined. And they, you know, they're like you, right? They they just play. And he was asking me about, you know, my playing and where, you know, all of that. And I was just like, no, no, no I'm, I'm, I'm not a pro musician, right? I'm this, I do, I'm a, I'm a weekend warrior. I said, you know, <laughs> I'm lucky enough to get up and play with bands like you or play with other pro musicians that are friends of mine. And I said, you know, I just constantly feel like I'm blagging it. You know, that's, that's, I'm just, I'm getting away with this barely. And he just went, mate, we're all blagging it completely. He's like, I blag it every night. Are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like, Really? You know, and there was every, he was was delivered with every sincerity. He wasn't just saying it to be kind. He was like, mate, this is all a black. And, you know, the more people that are amazing players, they, they, we all have this thing where we feel like we're, it's imposter syndrome. Who did we speak to that told us about imposter syndrome? Uh, Richard Shaw, I think, was Richard Shaw, uh, formerly of Cradle of Filth. Uh, Yeah. We had him on just before Christmas last year. Yeah. Because he also talked about, um, uh, what you were mentioning before about comparison is like the thief yeah. of joy, I think as well he said, <laughs> which is, which is very true, you know, yeah. um, uh, what was the other thing he said? Oh, was that he said about Will Smith making the wall. It's not about the wall. It's about mm. the bricks. Mm. And, uh, mm. <laughs> that was a great so interview. Is. Actually, just go back actually listeners and listen to the Richard Shaw interview from yeah. the end of last year. Cause that was a fan- fascinating interview from a professional and very, very dedicated musician. Yeah. Um, uh, who's, st- who's, you know, suffers from imposter syndrome. Um, imposter syndrome's a thing. I feel like that sometimes. I do. Yeah, I'll probably feel like that this weekend on this gig mm. because although mm. I'm gigging with some friends who I've known for years on this gig, they're all pros. You know, they're all guys who do this full time. And I don't. And I always feel out of place with people like that, even though I know that it'll go fine. And I know that they always go well. And I, I know I can carry my, you know, carry my weight. I, I still, yeah. I still always think, you know, maybe somebody else should have been stood here, you know, who deserves it more. <laughs> but they chose me. They asked me to do the gig. So it's a Of course they did, because you're you a killer player. <laughs> They're like, yeah, let's get Matt along. You blaze this in his sleep. <laughs> But that's kind of not what you're saying anyway. We're not, no. we're, we're, we're kind of gone off on a tangent. You're talking about being in a rut and we've gone on a whole philosophical debate about yeah. what it feels like to be in a rut and not be inspired and feel like we should be better. And I think it's all interlinked. I think it's all, I think it's all part of the same. Mm. I think it's all part of the same thing. I think being in a rut oftentimes is, a, is if you can't get yourself out of it, it's because you're feeling bad about where you're at. Or at least for me, it's like, oh, damn it. I'm just not going to get this. There's no point mm. trying it. I'm in a rut. I'll just learn song. I'm not. I, I'm not going to push myself anymore. But every time, every time I've um, set a little goal, a little incremental goal to get better and managed to tick it off, mm. it gets me out of a rut because I proved to myself I yeah. can do it. I just needed to set the time aside. I just needed to focus on something that would was tangible and achievable within the time that I had that week. And it makes me feel better. And if I feel better about my playing and I feel like I'm not just wasting my time picking up and noodling a pentatonic scale over a backing track, but I'm actually pushing myself forward, then it becomes a bit more self-propagating. 
And then I set another little goal and then I set another little task and another little thing. And and then I find myself getting out of that rut. Building momentum. Building momentum. Yeah. Building momentum. Trying to build some momentum. Build a brick. Build build a brick, not a wall. That's it. It Can't, you know, think about the brick, the next brick, not, not the wall. Hmm. Uh, That's, that's it. I think that's what I need to do. It's come out of this weekend, I think, get this gig out of the way. And I think I need to spend some time just defining some super achievable things that uh, I don't need to feel anxious about whether I can or can't. There's a part of me also which is worried to try some things I can't do in case it, I prove to myself that I just can't do it. Do you know what I mean? Nah. Do you know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. The <laughs> stuff that I will try that I definitely know I can't do. And I reconciled myself a long time ago that I, A, didn't have the desire to play like Steve Vai. It doesn't really do much for no. me musically anyway, but I can appreciate how cool it is. Uh, and, I, and I just don't want to be that kind of player. I, I honestly believe to the standard that you've got to with the theory grounding that you've got to, mm. given some time and the right level of caffeine, you could play anything you wanted to, for sure. You could. <laughs> of course you could. Yeah. You, you, you absolutely could. So um, I w- it, for you, I wouldn't place any ceiling on what, or what on what you think you can achieve. All it is for you is a matter of time that you can dedicate to it mm. and focus, and not being distracted and and not putting too much pressure on you. And, and but yeah, there's 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 nothing you wouldn't be able to do because why can others do it? How do they yeah. get there? What's you know, different? Do they have an extra finger, Matt? No. Well, no, they don't. Looks like that sometimes. <laughs> They don't, though, right? You're, an, no. you're, you're, you know, like some people are, are guitar players. Like I watched this, I watched this video the other day. This is getting a little bit deep now as well. But I watched <laughs> this the video the other day of a guitar player who had he, he was clearly like an amputee, but had managed to find a way on his right hand to to be able to hold a plectrum on on what was effectively a, a, a you know an amputated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. b- below the elbow uh, amputation. And dude was shredding on this guitar. Really? I'm like, man, you know, that's someone yeah. that should that should sit and whinge about being in a rut and and feeling like they're not the player that they they want to be. But yeah. but but they're not. They're just like going for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Matthew, with great that's power comes point. great responsibility. Yeah. You owe it. You owe it to yourself. <laughs> You're not telling me to chop my arm off, are you? <laughs> I think I might have. <laughs> I think I might have just suggested that. You just, I'm, I'm, I'm issuing all kinds of mixed messages, and, and none, none of them. I'm just, I'm just hoping one of them will stick in some, in some way. But I think what I might have just said is that you need some kind of disability to push you into a new direction and get you out of the rut. <laughs> Don't, don't, don't do that. No, that's right. Bad. That's, okay, no, that's that is bad, bad advice. Yeah, that's, it that's, is bad. bad I, think, I, I know what you're saying. You're saying it's all up here. It is in the mind. Right. It's, it it's about, you know, that's somebody who has clearly not accepted that, that you know, um, that that physical disadvantage, you know, yeah. that they that they have is is gonna they they've decided that's not gonna stop them. Um and I should maybe take 
inspiration from that and decide that, you know, my, you know, the thought process of, uh, you know, feeling a little bit like, you know, I'm in a rut. I shouldn't let that stop me from, from, from also getting better and, and improving my playing and, and looking to advance in areas that I want to advance in. I get it. I get, I get the point you're making and don't worry, I'm not going to go to the shed after this and <laughs> get out the reciprocating <laughs> stuff. Jump a finger off and see if it makes a difference. Yeah, mate. It, look, it is in your mind. It's in yeah. all of our minds. It's in, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's in all our minds. And I say this in a way that might make it sound like I figured this out and I've reached some sort of kind of nirvana level of, as in the Buddhist kind of philosophy, not the Kurt Cobain. Uh, <laughs> just, 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 just in, for the avoidance of doubt. Nirvana level capability. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just, just for the avoidance of, of, of doubt there. Like some, I haven't, mate. I haven't mm-hmm. reached any of those plateaus. I'm just, I'm just in a particularly light-hearted mood today, yeah. where I'm not feeling in a rut. But equally yeah. tomorrow, equally tomorrow, mate, I could get, I could, I could get in exactly the same. But yeah. when, I, when I sit down to learn these songs this afternoon, and I haven't left myself enough time, uh, I'm quite, you know, easily get into this. Ah, uh, damn it! I'm in, a, <laughs> I'm, I'm in a rut. I can't do it. So it's, it's a, it's a very fine edge. So I think that's why it's really important to support people like your band members and like fellow musicians and recognize you know like when that guy said to me don't worry mate we're all blagging it or when matt lake said to me we're all on our own journey it's just like yeah everyone everyone's everyone is you know struggles with this so i guess the first thing to do is not beat yourself up about it really Mm -hmm. that's the first thing because we're we're all we're all having going through it. Do you know what? Do you right. know what I think will get me? I, I think I already know in my mind what what would get me out of it, and that's a jam night, probably. <laughs> oh yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> you need it. You I really need do it. need to go to a jam night. I need to just chuck a guitar in a bag, go to a jam night and just get up and play with a few people, Man, sing some songs, definitely. have some fun, tread some solos and just enjoy yeah. playing music with other people, not for other people. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's something I haven't had for ages. I think I'm missing that. I'm craving that the most and you know, that human interaction. And because uh, mm. maybe maybe the reason I'm in a rut is because my body's telling me to stop trying yeah. to progress all the time. Yeah, you've got to not my body, sorry, my mind. <laughs> my <laughs> mind is telling me, hey, stop trying to progress all the time. You need some um, human interaction with other musicians where you can just enjoy rather than worry and you know and just kind of have some fun with it and um i I can hear i can hear him now i can hear friend of the show ollie browning literally screaming at the uh at his (laughs) his music player when he listens to this going matthew oliver get yourself to the jam night and i will beat i will beat this rot out of you (laughs) yeah i know he's a serious guitarist as well i mean you see the video he put up of that maxis solo yeah man oh man the first time i heard that solo in 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 the track i was like this might be this might be one of the best guitar solos of all time that we've never heard because it's like mike landau when he early in his career and he's playing so good and i shared it on instagram i think just saying to you know go and check out this solo guitarist friends and he comes back almost straight away having picked up most of it and then he posted it again recently and he just played it so well man uh, yeah i need to go to the so jam he, night he's running the jam him. night while um while damien's on holiday so oh, 
fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So he, I'm sure he would. Uh, the, yeah. uh, the jam night local to me. So he's he's. I haven't been. I haven't been. Yeah. Um, we yeah, need to. We, we need, need to, to go. We need to go, Kieran. We say this every episode. Yeah, we do say this every episode. We need to get down to the to the. But we're out gigging at the weekend, so we don't go because we go. <laughs> oh, we're playing at the weekend anyway, so. Um, but it's different. Yeah. It's different. I think that is the reason to go to get yourself out of a rut. I think so get it down to a jam Hope. night. Mm. And the other thing mm. I think that's really going to help is what you mentioned. Um, so you know, if 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 you're stuck in a rut as well and you're struggling to to kind of progress, or you you know you don't know what to do next with your playing, set yourself some you know very small, simple goals, simple things. Maybe you know try not to say to yourself, "I'm going to learn how to you know play." Um, you know, um, for the love of God, by Steve Vai. Maybe just <laughs> first thing is learn how to spell Vai, and then, or, you know, <laughs> and then, and then next, maybe just learn the first four bars or something. Like Break it. Down, That's all I ever did for the love of God. <laughs> just learn the first few bars. And went, That's yeah, it. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's enough. That's the only bit that I remember anyway. Oh, brilliant. But breaking it down, I think, is definitely going to help. But, but, um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I didn't, I, I didn't mean for this to get so, such a deep conversation. I did, yeah, because I was the same as you. If the weather's beautiful, I've had a fantastic morning today. We've got a, a lazy spa on the back garden. Right? So <gasps> I was in that before work this nice. morning because I popped to Tesco's to pick up the weekly shop first thing in the morning before work. My I goodness, home, you had a busy had morning. Breakfast and uh, got in the hot tub for half an hour to start the day before our morning nice. meeting. Nice. And it was just nice. a brilliant day feeling absolutely Living your great. best life. Yeah. Living your best life. Absolutely am. And then I'm like, yeah, let's, get on, let's get on the podcast and just talk miserably for an hour. <laughs> I didn't intend for that at all. <laughs> I'm in a rut. I'm an incredible guitar player, but I don't want to play guitar. Why is me? Have a word with yourself, Oliver. I do need actually. You know, you I, literally right. need, I need to have a word to, with myself. Don't you I? need to have a word with yourself. You're insane, man. As it's a player, a if I, I could play half the that. shit you could play, man, I I would literally be uncontainable in the ego oh, department. Just, I'd just be rubbing you. everyone's face in it, going, "Look at me, I'm awesome." So it's, it's probably it's probably good they put that skill into somebody who's a little bit more uh, sensible and, and, and modest <laughs> if they put it into me it would have just been just annoying you, everyone you, you would have been unbearable wouldn't you I'd, I'd have used it for evil mate i'd have used my powers for evil <laughs> it's a good thing i've reached my ceiling that's fine oh dear. it's good it's good <laughs> oh, i feel so much better feel so I'm much pleased. better already i'm gonna I'm please <laughs> <laughs> So there we go, listeners. Um, come and talk to us about this on the Guitar Geek mm. Hangout on Facebook because this is an important subject and I'd love to hear from everyone on the group about what they do to get out of a rut or what you do, generally speaking, just to kind of keep the fire burning, you know, when you mm. you mm. don't know what to play, you don't know what to work on next, what do you do just to kind of, you know, keep keep the love for guitar playing there. Not yeah. that I think that's what the problem is. It's not, you know, the love for that that's going away. It's just sometimes it just feels like work, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Rather than and sometimes fun. it is work and sometimes it is. But that's true. You know, that's the true. thing that always gets me out of a rut? Oh. New, new guitar day. <laughs> <laughs> just Let's go buy some stuff. Maybe we need to go shopping. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we need to go guitar shopping. You need to buy another guitar. It's been a while. How long has it been since you last bought a guitar? 
like four hours, uh, something feels like, like that. It's just like some sort of uh, <laughs> Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. <laughs> Hello, my name is, and it has been exactly 310 days since my last guitar purchase. No, no, it hasn't. Um, no, I, uh, I, I, I buy pedals and stuff now to satiate my oh, needs to Oh, okay, yeah, stuff, so that's your, so. your methadone. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like a little, like a little... A kind of little shot of the good stuff for that. Uh, actually, having said that, so I put on the Guitar Geek uh, Hangout um, uh, last week. I, I felt like I needed an, 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 a new overdrive pedal, which, yeah. is, which is a feeling that I keep having. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't go away. No, it doesn't, does it? It doesn't. It keeps, it keeps, it keeps lingering. I can appreciate and, that, though. I, you know, I think I, I don't think can't have to, in too many drive pedals, really, mm, because can, you know, it's I like think, well, you can, but it's like it's, yeah. like it's like spices in the cupboard, right? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Isn't it? It's. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice yeah. to have options for sure, but 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 to to a point. Anyway, I think that's probably the title of a whole new uh, guitar smarts episode, mm. uh, which is you know, should I buy another guitar overdrive yeah. pedal? And anyway, I did. I you did. did right. So you I had did. the gas. You had the. I had the, the gas the last week. Acquisition syndrome. Yeah, I yeah, got some. Okay. I got some lovely recommendations off 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 our yeah. listening. Danny listeners. Lee mentioned the Audio One, didn't he? You which did. Is, but you've already got an Audio One kind of derivative haven't you in the i don't know if i have i mean yes i have on paper i've got yeah. the way huge sto, STO yeah which uh has gone back on the board fantastic uh, okay yeah nice. that's getting that's, that's getting that's getting played tomorrow night i'd see this is the thing i'd forgotten how good a pedal it was in my yeah. head i was thinking i just hadn't played experimented with it enough or i don't know i remember I'm listening be- to it online and thinking it's quite a complex overdrive sound really mm. isn't it like it's like mm. um is, but anyway, that's that's classic. We're huge, very detailed builder. Yeah, there's it is a very nuanced pedal, and the interplay between how you use the drive knob and the tone knobs. This sounds like obvious stuff, but it's mm. it's it's not linear on this pedal, and so the different combinations of where you put, even in, in fact, all three of those knobs—the volume, the drive, and the and the tone knob—it's different to any other pedal that I've owned whereby all of those work in a fairly linear like additive fashion you know more volume is more volume more drive is more drive and more tone is either you know adding more treble or, or 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 not but this does something different where it's almost like those those change different fre- EQ frequencies as well. Right. Each of them rather than just behaving in a way that you expect. And so mm. I don't think I'd spent enough time with that pedal trying to get the right tone for me and and basically whacked up the drive as high as I thought I would want it to be and the tone where I thought it was right and just still found it not not quite right. But I played with it a bit more this week and anyway, it's it's a really nice pedal. It's mm. a really nice pedal. Uh, anyway, but that's not what I bought. I went and bought something else. I went and bought um, K-Line, one of the really cheap uh, pedals oh. available off Amazon. <laughs> 24 quid, man. <laughs> 24 quid. I gigged it last week. It was an absolute belter. Really? Fantastic. Oh, it's ranking up there in my like £35 
wish.com clone pedal as like yeah. a sleeper a sleeper pedal um so there's two versions <laughs> that they do there's one called the pure sky right. by k-line which i think you can get off amazon for 24 bu- bucks and the one what did i buy i bought the orange burst which is basically it's a clone of the is it like uh, an sd1 is it like a no 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 it's a clone of uh the exotic bb preamp oh seriously uh, wow yeah it's a, it's a direct clone of that but for 24 quid. It, uh, it sounded good. I don't know. I haven't tried oh, the right, BB preamp, the exotic one, uh, but everyone everyone on the internet says it's an exact clone of that. And yeah. it sounded great to me. Yeah. Really usable overdrive pedal. Yeah. Fantastic. Gigged it. It was awesome. Absolutely awesome. Um, so, that yeah. is cool. So the, the exotic buy, buy stuff, overdrive. Buy stuff. Yeah. Well, it's a clone of that. Yeah. The Orange Burst <clears throat> by K-Line. Yeah. C-A- L-I-N-E. I might already have one of those in my Helix anyway. Oh, there you go. You've got so, everything in your so. Helix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got the rot buster pedal. Yeah. You just press on that and all of a sudden <laughs> everything's okay. <laughs> I do need to set up my Helix for the gig this weekend, actually. I want to set up a new preset with some interesting mm. sounds. But, there you um, go. Conversation for another day. I'll tell you about that. I'll tell you about that next time. Let's do overdrive pedals next time. Let's do overdrive. Yeah, excellent. Because that's a whole world. That's a whole world. Yeah, exactly. Because it's been a while since I've owned some, but I still, there are some that I still wish I had. And I've actually been thinking recently, I might put the Helix on a board with a couple of actual overdrive pedals. Yeah. At some point. That would be fun. That would be good. That would be good. Because um, although the drive effects in the Helix are fantastic, um, I sometimes wish I didn't, I wish I had them on the board so I had more room for some of the more interesting things in the Helix Mm -hmm. without, you know, using too much DSP on drives. Um, You know, because some of the effects and reverbs are just absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously with the Helix you can't just keep adding stuff Once you, when you run out of protest processing power things start becoming unavailable on, on the Helix don't know if you knew that so like if you're adding like a okay. couple of stereo reverbs for a big you know ambient sound that's a lot of DSP processing power so yeah, other yeah. things start becoming unavailable and you yeah. can't select them because it doesn't yeah, have the yeah. power so I do sometimes wonder because if I had a couple of nice drives off to the side yeah. on the input side and I can just you know um but anyway, yeah, that's yeah, creeping yeah. back towards an analog set. I'll give it a year and I'll be back to having a, an amp and a... <laughs> no, I've said it. No, it's like it's, like it's manifested now. Why don't, no. you, why, don't you buy, why don't you buy another Helix and daisy chain them together? And then you could use one for all your modulation effects and one for all your drives and just have two Helixes. You'd be like some sort of modelling god. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Going into a couple of boss katanas, maybe. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Split them left and right. Put one helix <laughs> under your left foot, one helix under your right foot. And just dance upon them. And like, just dance like a madman. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what preset are you using? All of them. <laughs> What's the DSP headroom on that? Infinite. <laughs> infinite now I've strung together 10 helixes (laughs) what does this helix do this helix is just a tube screamer that's all it is it's a it's a 500 pound tube screamer in modeling form that's what this helix does (laughs) what about that helix it's a tuner (laughs) that's just a tuner it's a tuner it's a tuner (laughs) it's a tuner 
Oh dear. What a great way to end this week's podcast. Oh, very silly. Self ridicule. Right. There we go. Anyway. Indeed. Dude, cracking conversation. As Thank always. you for humouring my my nonsense. <laughs> Go for a word with yourself. Yeah, <laughs> go and have a word with myself. That's the that's the conclusion. I'm going to go and do that now. Yeah. All right, bro. All right. Yeah. Have a cracking week, mate. And you, mate. And uh, you, all always. the best. Speak soon. Yeah. Yeah. Have a great gig. See you soon, mate. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Great conversation again. If you like what you hear, then remember there are 59 other episodes that you can check out. Go and enjoy every one of those beauties. Anyway, best wishes. See you next time on the Guitar Smarts Podcast.